We're at Grand Park again after another day of practice for the Colts. Man, it was so cool to have 7,000-plus fans here and obviously the team feeding off the energy. Joining us now is Julian Blackman. Julian, my first question to you is, how are you doing this? <laughs> you are nine months removed from ripping apart your Achilles, and it's like it never happened. How, how are you doing this? Um, you know, through faith. Uh, keeping my body, my mind, and my spirit all intact together, and you know, just trusting the process. Because at the end of the day, I, uh, you know, I truly believe that as long as I stay positive and you know, don't allow these kind of things to hurt my spirit, I will be okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, so far, I am. So it's just a blessing to be back. I mean, you said last year that, it, like you said, it's 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 a blessing that it happened. Why do you think that? I mean, that's that's so. I mean, it's all about perspective. That's unbelievable perspective. Yes, um, I truly believe that anything good doesn't come through just success. I feel like greatness comes through, you know, those hiccups that you have and you know, how you respond. Um, that's the biggest thing for me. So I, I felt like, you know, these two setbacks for me were just things that were going to catapult me forward. And I truly believe that, you know, with my faith and with my family and with this team, I could do that. And, you know, I, so far I have. And so it's just been a blessing to be able to be here. Now, with that, one of the things that you mentioned early on is that you're good at the rehab process. Yes, now, sir. I'm sure part of it, it's, you know, the physical, but also the yes, mental. Sir. So is that yes, part where you feel you're ahead of that curve? Is that mental part of it? Absolutely. I feel like the mental is actually more important than the physical because, you know, day in and day out, it's not easy to always do the same thing over and over and over again. It's almost like Groundhog Day, man. Right. But, you know, being able to have a positive outlook on that and, you know, just staying the course, staying in my faith and not letting my spirit be damaged. I truly was able to um, recover faster, and uh, you know, God willingly, I'm here. And with that, with that uh, physical part of it, was there something with the Achilles that you wanted to see yourself do to kind of say, "All right, I'm really." F is there like one? I don't know if it's a drill or something with your athletic ability that you're able to do that you kind of said, "All right, I feel like I'm there." Um, for me, I think it was just being able to s sustain jumping on my left foot by itself, um, getting my calf all the way up. Because when you go through rehab, it's all calf work, and so just for me, um, I knew that I wasn't there month uh, four, month five, just because I couldn't pop my calf all the way up and hold the right. way that I could with my right. So for me, as soon as I knew that I could sustain on my left, I was like, I'm not scared to break. I'm not scared for it to pop anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, It's not uh, in the back of your mind it's anymore. It's not in the back right. of my mind. And yeah. honestly, the only thing in the front of my mind was, okay, now what can I do to keep myself from doing this again? And so that's when, you know, for me, the mental was very important and understanding how to take care of my body. So those were things that I took into account and you know, yeah. I'm here and I'm doing well. That's Julian Blackman with us. What are those things that you're doing to prevent it from happening again? Well, man, it's the schedule that I set out. Um, it's very important to have a very good schedule. You know, you wake up and you try to win the very, very first 30 minutes of the day. So I try to change my whole mindset. Um, every day I woke up, I just started reading. And, you know, I, I started getting into the books and try to understand how to really bend time to my own will instead of making time, you know, like feeling like I was rushed through everything mm -hmm. rather I'd wake up early in the morning make sure I set out my schedule and I stuck to the schedule and you know I started feeling good very early just because I had a good schedule you're unbelievable <laughs> I know right I mean you're, you're unreal <laughs> I, I mean you that. are so impressive did you feel right in, in the off-season workout program did you feel 100% then um, honestly, yeah, I felt I felt really good. I felt really good. But, um, you know, there were still little things that I knew weren't all the way there, um, just in terms of all the way planting on it. Um, for me, like to, to the outside eye, you can't really tell that um, I'm not all the way there. But um, on mm -hmm. the field, like it just feels normal. But, you know, when I when I look at it, it's just minimal gains, you know, just being able to really fully push off my mm -hmm. left foot. And so those are things that I took into account. So. You know, you talk about that. There, there was a play that I think Matt can can attest. We were watching at OTAs, and 
you went up to you know full extension for a pick. So that's completely gone from yeah. your head. Oh, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I know everybody absolutely. was saying, everybody oh, no, gasped, but not you. And you, no. and you calmed down. I think you even gave a glance like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Don't, don't yeah. you worry about 100%. me. Well, one of the things, let's get to the field. You, you, a little bit of a change there in the secondary. Kari mm-hmm. Willis announces retirement. You've got Rodney McLeod they brought in and the youngster Nick Cross. What have you seen so far through the first couple of days of camp out of those guys? Those guys are special, man. It's just it's just really good to have another guy similar to Kari in terms of the way he works. Um, and talking about Rodney McLeod. Um, the way that he works, man, you can tell that he won a Super Bowl. And, you know, uh, certain things that he does are things that – you know, they, they really promote winning, and you want to follow a guy like that. He's a good leader. And with Nick, man, Nick's a smart, a, a talented kid. It's just, you know, getting him to understand, you know, certain things that aren't the same in college. But he picks up things very fast, and I'm excited for his growth, man. That's all I am excited for is for these guys to come help. For Let's pick up with Nick Cross. For him, what is that biggest gap mentally going from college to the NFL? What, what did you struggle with the most? Um, honestly, I think that it's just understanding whether it be down in distance or disguise, just certain things that quarterbacks are going to try to get you out of certain disguises, you know, especially on third down, you know you're going to get a hard count because, you know, offense is trying to see, all right, are they in man or are they in zone? But if you can hold your disguise, man, are they going to struggle? It's those minimal things, man, because he's very good at everything else. But, you know, like – just like anyone, you know, there's, there's little things that you have to learn as a rookie. So he's doing well, and we just hope to help him keep going. All right, the Gus Bradley defense, it's different than Matt Eberflus's scheme. For you, what are, what are the subtle differences playing safety scheme to scheme? Um, bro, I, I just feel like the difference with this one is the communication. I think that it's very similar to Eberflus, but I think that there's just little things that are just different in terms of the way we communicate and and, and also my responsibility. You know, I don't have to do certain things that I had to do in Eberflus's defense, whereas now I can kind of play more free. And, mm-hmm. you know, they, they kind of are like, hey, man, like you got a good chance. You got the capability, but you got to put in the work. And so I'm willing to put in the work. So it's going to accent your playmaking ability. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. sir. Absolutely. Well, one of those reasons you might be able to play a little free is the addition of Yannick Ngakwe. Exactly, man. I mean, how important is that to just the entire defense? Oh, my gosh. I mean, they're the engine. They start it. And so, you know, having pressure on the quarterback means that the ball's getting out fast. And when the ball's getting out fast, that's when mistakes happen. Mm-hmm. And so for us, man, it's just important for us to have those good guys at the front, man. You got Deep Buck. I mean, you got Grove, man. Right. And then you got Yannick and you got Quiddy on the outside, man. Having all those guys being able to attack the quarterback helps me make, make my plays. And that's how we get paid. We all get paid. That's <laughs> Julian Blackman right there. There's no doubt about that. You're, you're getting me fired up just yeah. listening to your talk. And the crazy thing is, like we've been talking all offseason, you, you guys had 33 takeaways yeah. as a defense yes, last sir. year. And now, hypothetically, hopefully, you're going to have more pressure more, up yeah. front. You just got to be salivating at the mouth over that. Exactly. And that's what the coaches told us, man. We were a good defense, but how can we push it from good to great? Yeah. You know, and, and it's little things like buying in, you know, trusting that their process is a good process and it's going to work. And as long as we all buy in, man, we're going to be good. Yeah, you talk about Stefan Gilmore he oh, talked the man. other day and he gave you mad props and same thing with Nick Cross he said Nick Cross doesn't look like a rookie Julian Blackman doesn't look like a young guy when you hear a former defensive player of the year talk so confidently about you what does that do to your own confidence it just it just helps me know that I'm going in the right direction honestly because man guys like Steph guys like um, Rodney man those guys come in and they tell me hey you're going the right way man now keep pushing and so I'm like man it's just a blessing to have those guys who have won who have done it the right way tell me that I'm 
I'm going in the right direction because mm-hmm. I just want to keep on going. You know, I keep my head down. Don't get too high. Don't get too low. But continue to stay consistent. And one of those things you mentioned about Roddy McLeod winning a Super Bowl, Stephon Gilmore, same. I mean, mm-hmm. he's been the defensive player of the year in this mm-hmm. league just a couple of years ago. How important is that to just the locker room? It's very important because you see how they carry themselves. And, you know, they, they, they know what winning looks like. And so that's very important for a whole team, man. And it, and it just brings winning culture to a team, whether whether you realize it or not. You watch those guys and you follow those guys. Sooner or later, you're going to see, okay, this team's got a chance. And I believe that we do as long as we stick to the course. That's Colt safety Julian Blackman. He's our guest up here at Grand Park with Casey Vallier. I'm Matt Taylor. I want to go back, if we can, talk a little bit about Kari Willis. Yes, sir. Did he consult in you or confide in you about his decision um, to retire? Yes, sir. So um, that was, and, and honestly, man, I'm so proud of Kari, first yeah. and foremost. I'm just so happy that he's doing what he's doing because it's hard to walk away from this game. But he's talented, man. He's a very talented person, and we all looked up to Kari. You can ask anyone on the defense, man. Every time he prayed, we were all juiced up. We knew that he was a man of God. You knew mm-hmm. that everything that he said was the truth because the truth was the word, and that's what he knew. And so it's very important for guys like that to be able to take that leadership role off the field because it shows kids that, you know, this ain't, this is not our life, man. This is just our job. No doubt. And right. so it's just important for everyone to know that. It's got to be bittersweet, though. I mean, yeah, was, I know you guys were really man. close, but we were very close. you're certainly happy for him and oh, his next man. chapter. I'm so happy for him. And like, like you said, we were very close, and we still are close, man. Uh, we actually pass or cross paths um, in Vegas right before camp started. I'm like, dude, what's going on here? But he was he was going out to a conference trying to teach okay. little kids All about right. the gospel, and so it was just really cool running into him. Yeah, I don't think you guys met at a craps table or something. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, was at the airport. <laughs> that, that makes more sense. There's no question about that. That's Julian Blackman with us. All right, can you can you talk about you're on such a great path right now post injury? This team's on a great path. Can you talk about your sense of urgency? personally and the team's sense of urgency after missing the playoffs last year? Absolutely, man. I think that, you know, just like I said with time, urgency um, is very important for this team to take the next step, especially when, you know, we had the team. We had a good team last year, but we kind of fell off. So we kind of have to learn from those mistakes and understand that those mistakes are in the path, but we have to learn from them. So we have to look back and see what we did wrong in order to catapult forward, just Mm -hmm. like I was talking about the Achilles, man. And so it is very – we can all feel it, and the coaches did a great job. The faculty did a great job. Uh, GM did a great job in bringing in pieces that we needed to win. Now, not later, but now. And yeah. I think that we have a team to win now and for years to come. But that's only if we believe in ourselves, and that's only if we stay the course. All right, last one for me, then we'll let you go. You've been so gracious with your time. Talk about training camp, the grind of it. You're away from your family. I know you have the little one you're yeah. very close to, obviously, yeah. <laughs> being a great dad. Uh, how tough is it to be away for five weeks exclusively here? focus on football and then if you can give me your you're in year three now all right so Uh you're you're a veteran you know what's going on give me your camp hacks how you kind of shortcut through camp a little bit in terms of rehab and just sort of those tricks of the trade yeah man i mean being away from the family is actually like it's bittersweet just like we were talking about because you know it's nice to you know get that break and just realize that i need to focus on my job because you know for me i I truly don't believe that i've given it everything that i've got and that's all i want to do now all i want to do is give it everything that i've got and and then maybe okay if I gave it everything I got and I get hurt again, and all right, at least I learned. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Rather than being the guy who's like, I didn't do enough. And so, you know, for me, it, it's it's good for me to be away. But at the same time, you know, calling my family, seeing my daughter every day, there's nothing like it because no. she's consistent in, in 
in everything she does. She sees me, she's like, hi, hi, <laughs> just screaming. You're still doing the so lullab- lullabies at oh night? Gosh, you still singing to her? Every day. Oh. She, she just holds tunes. And so that's, you know, that, that's the joy part of, you know, being away. But at the same yeah. time, um, with my rehab, man, I wake, up, I wake up very early just so that I can prepare, just like I talked about. The, 30, the first 30 minutes of my, of my day are very important. You know, you start out those days doing the things that you know you can win automatically it starts promoting winning through the day and it promotes a winning mindset and a positive mindset as well mm-hmm. and so for me um, I just try to have a good schedule and I try to you know be there early because a lot of guys are like you know I'm just gonna try to push it nah I'm gonna be there early so that I can already be there already ready right. and then I'll go no into rehab eat and then after I eat go back to rehab and then I'll go back and start doing things for my legs okay how am I feeling sure. alright I wanna work on this so I'll work on some certain thing that I feel like I need to work on and then I'll activate with our trainers that do a great job with me and then i'm ready to go for practice man and like i said this guy's impressive <laughs> i know right this guy is impressive <laughs> if there were more julian blackman's in the world running yeah, around man, don't hate me too much hey, hey, <laughs> you need to write a book yeah. man <laughs> we, we'd all be in a better place thank you so much for your time you man continued success me. and best of luck the rest of camp thank you so much guys have a good one